first and foremost that starting loves football, uh, great instincts, tough competitor, uh, speed demon, and very physical. Got good hips, good feet, and he can play with the best of them. That's it. And however you imagine that in your head, that's starting. Welcome to Call the Huddle. My name is Xavier Gusset, and ahead of the 2023 NFL Draft, I got a conversation with Starling Thomas V, cornerback and return man from UAB. Starling's an electric player and athlete on the football field and had an awesome week last week at the East-West Shrine Bowl and had a lot of things to talk about throughout that process along with what he's going through in the upcoming months. As always, I hope you guys enjoy the interview and thank you for watching. First one I got is uh, Jordan or LeBron. Which one are you? What are you, what are you going with? I'm going with LeBron. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the easy no, one after the other night. Yeah. Yeah, he just broke the record, and um, I actually seen LeBron play, so I can't really say that I've, I've seen Jordan play uh, yeah. besides highlights, but I've wow. definitely seen him. I've seen yeah. LeBron play. I feel like it's a hard one. Like, it's easy to say after the record, but there's still people out there that say Jordan just because, like, the mentality yeah. and the, the the dance that came out and stuff like that. Yeah. But the next Jordan one I got for you, what'd you say? I said Jordan is a GOAT, but, yeah, i actually yeah. seen LeBron play. That's why he get my nod. Yeah, of course. Uh, I got a couple goats here. Who uh, you going with, Drake or Future? Uh, I'm gonna go with Future. Future, your Future guy. Yeah, I'm a Future guy. I like that. That's a close one for a lot of people. I like that I, one. I like Drake, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna listen to more Future. He's more on my phone than Drake. What about uh, Taylor Swift or Rihanna for the next one? <laughs> Taylor, uh, definitely Rihanna. Definitely Rihanna. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Xbox or PlayStation for you, Starling? Oh, PlayStation, all day, every day. Nice. I like it. I like these answers so far, man. I like them. Come on, man. You know, <laughs> you watching the Super Bowl? Oh yeah, I'm definitely watching the Super Bowl. Then let me get your Super Bowl prediction. You going Eagles or Chiefs? Uh, I'm gonna go Eagles. You got the Eagles? You think it's gonna yep. be a close game or no? Um, it all depends on. It depends on what kind of game it turns into. If it turns into a high-scoring game, um, I think the Chiefs will win. But if, the, if it's more of a lower-scoring game, the Eagles will pull it out. I feel like the Eagles are going to get it either way. Um, they've yeah. been perfect this year. I feel like they haven't played a bad game of football, honestly. They, they, uh, they have been great. It's, it'll be close. Great. It'll be a fun game. Definitely. Uh, and then I got just one more fun one before I want to get into a couple of cool questions. Um, just if you could play a position other than corner, what, what, what are you going with and why? Uh, I'm definitely going to receiver. Yeah. I don't feel like I don't feel like nobody could check me. Uh, honestly, That's I was cool. a, I, I was a receiver at heart before yeah. I moved to corner. So I know that man. I know you're a fast guy too, and you'd be blazing. So I want to talk a little <laughs> bit about that. Uh, like going. I know you're from Birmingham, Alabama. You've been Alabama your whole life. Uh, and I know the last two seasons you guys went nine and four, seven and six at UAB. And, and just this past week, you you um obviously had a great week at the Shrine Bowl. I saw your name mentioned a lot of times uh, in one on ones. You were killing guys. Uh, just tell me about like how what what's the feelings like going right now bro, through the NFL draft competition, and what have you been focusing on just throughout the whole process, everything. Um, right now, I'm just taking it day by day because it's still you know the unknown, um, and I'm just having fun with every opportunity that come my way. So when I was at the East West. Every day of practice, um, just play play football and have fun with it. Uh, just attack every rep, no matter if it was one on ones, teams, uh, even in Indy. I was just attacking every rep like it's the last rep, and I just wanted to have fun and like I say, like I just want to show that 
uh, coming from a small school per se, uh, still good talent there and showing that whatever school you go to, it really don't matter. Yeah, talent, no, definitely. Don't show. Yeah. Yeah. I know, like I've talked about before, like you guys got a lot of guys at UAB. Uh, you said a small school, but obviously you guys got a really good football program. Uh, the last yeah. year has been doing real good. And you guys, a lot of, a lot of talent coming out. Uh, just tell me a little bit. I want to talk about you growing up football playing. Uh, like I know, obviously you're a playmaker. You do kick and punt returns and you've done that your whole career. Uh, and obviously you're a fast and athletic guy. Just tell me like how you started playing corner and like why, why you ended up playing defense over receiver, like you said earlier. Oh, okay. So it's kind of crazy. Um, so my high school was kind of the same situation as USB, UAB, whereas the program had got cut uh, right before I got high, got to high school and then they were bringing it back. And so I came into high school trying to play receiver, but we had a lot of older guys who were playing receiver and my coach wanted them to play because it was going to be their last year playing. And he was just like, uh, we got to find a way to get you on the field. And he moved me to corner. I was kind of sick about it for like two weeks leading up wow. to the season. And he came to me one day because I wasn't practicing good. He came up to me. He was like, um, you catch a pick in the game, I'll move you back to receiver. So the first game of my freshman year, I went out there and caught a pick. And I was hoping to go back to receiver. And it just kind of never happened. I stayed at corner after that. That's crazy. Uh, like, tell me, like, like having that receiver background, you notice any, like, any ways that helps you with the ball in your hands? Like I said, I know you do, like, oh, returning, returning ability, Definitely. Too. Yeah, definitely. Um, every time I have a ball in my hand, I'm trying to score it. It don't matter. Punt return, kick return. Even if I don't have that many blocks, I want to score it. Uh, just because I am a returner at heart, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm a receiver at heart. Like, I love having the ball. It's just a great feeling of having that, that ball in your hand and just making the crowd say, ooh, ah. Uh, everybody want that adrenaline rush yeah like obviously I talked about uh, watching your film you're a quick guy and like I said you're a playmaker with the ball in your hands like you talked about uh was it always football for you or did you play any other sports or oh yeah um uh, I, I played different sports growing up so I was a basketball guy and a track guy but I just I like those sports but I love football yeah. uh, you know I was never actually a hooper I just knew how to play basketball shoot and dribble and I was pretty fast at track, so of course that was gonna help me. But it was always gonna be football for me. Yeah, like uh, obviously, yeah. just an athletic guy, three three sport athlete, yeah. crazy. Yeah. So in high school, after I won state my senior year, I had Clemson and LSU come offer me track scholarships. They wanted me to run track, but I had already signed my letter of intent to UAB to play uh, football. So you were like. You were going UAB football all the way. You would have, would you have switched if, if you would have gotten the, the offers from Clemson and stuff for track? Uh, I had got those offers, but they just came late. But um, I, I don't think, I, nah, I would have stayed um, at UAB. Like, I, I like track, but not enough to stop football. What'd you do in track? Did you run? I was 100, 100, 200, 400 guy, and I ran the relay. So I was like a 10, yeah. 400, a 21, 3. Was it 21-3? 21-3, 200 guy, and I ran a 47 in a 400. Damn. <laughs> All right, then, man, like, going off of that, like I said, playing as a corner, uh, just, like, growing up, tell me, like, obviously playing receiver and corner growing up, tell me, like, is there anyone that pops off your head, like, that you modeled your game after or, like, just like, admired growing up as a person? Yeah. yeah, so when I first got to high school, um, like I said, I didn't really know too much about corner. I never really thought of it. But the yeah. first person to catch my eye was Patrick Peterson. 
Uh, I used to watch his highlights every day, every day before high school t- games or practice. And once he was at LSU, and I actually got the number seven because of Patrick Peterson too. So like I was just trying to be like Patrick Peterson the whole way. Um, and I used to watch a little Darrell Revis. I used to like watching him. Um, now I, I moved toward more of like a Denzel Ward, Jair Alexander, Jadavius White, guys around my stature and uh, my play style. Okay, then like now. being a guy that watches corners today, give me like your top three today. Do you got a list? My top three, and from my in my point of view, um, Jair Alexander. Yeah, definitely Denzel Ward. And you always got to put Jalen Ramsey in there. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Those are three man-on-man, like, like lockup guys. I like that. I love man-on-man. <laughs> Where not? Like yeah, I, said, I can see it on your tape, too. If you play able to play man-on-man, you good. And I forgot about Patrick, Patrick Sertan. He's pretty good. I like Patrick Sertan, too. He's a, he's a dog, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, obviously, like you said, being a man-on-man guy uh, as a corner is just, like, unlocks a different aspect of defense when you can one-on-one clamp a guy. And I know, like, watching the Shrine Bowl, uh, the practices in the game, like, you one-on-one, you were really dominant in the one-on-one, like, man-on-man stuff. Uh, Just tell me then, like I said, going into UAB, uh, being on an island, I know you led the team in uh, pass deflections uh, this past year, I believe. Uh, Yeah. How do you define a good day for you at, at corner, like, even though staff don't always show up? Good day for me is is the receiver not catching it. <laughs> it I'm, I was never really a a big stat guy. Uh, you know, I'm always, I'm here for the team. I like stats, of course. Stats are great, but um, I just try to do my job and do what's best for the team at that moment. Um, so a good day for me uh, is me locking down a best receiver and not catching the ball. Right. Yeah. And then going off of that, I know. Um... In 2019, you suffered the ACL injury, uh, correct? Yeah, and yeah, then I did. You missed the 2020 year. Uh, just tell me, like, coming back uh, in 2021, um, and then even now, like, how did you adjust as a corner um, and player throughout that and afterwards? All right, well, so in 2019, when I did uh, tear the ACL, I actually finished the season on a torn, so I played uh, eight games on a torn. Oh, yeah. On torn ACL. So, and then, like, it was kind of a blessing in disguise that COVID was there. So, after me playing on the torn ACL, I was able to sit down and recover during the COVID season and to come back um, in 2021 20, healthy. And uh, at first, it was just knocking off the rush from not playing football for, like, a whole year. Um, so, it took time to get back into my groove, uh, the flow of things from not playing that whole year. And then, after that, I was good. Um, I never really looked back. Just kept pushing forward one foot in front of the next. Um, now, see, I'm here doing an interview with you, and I just got done playing good at the Shrine Bowl. So get ready to see me get drafted in, in the NFL. Yeah, no, obviously, that's cool to see, man. That's good to see that it's still going good. Uh, just tell me then, going off of that, like going into this next step of the draft process, uh, just talk about like your game uh, personally and what are some strengths in, in your aspect that make you a unique player? Um. Definitely my uh, intensity um, that I bring to the game, my mindset. Uh, a lot of people know I have speed, but it's not one I want to always bring to the table. I just want to say, like, my intensity is great. Uh, mindset and my instincts, my football my football instincts. Um, I feel when routes are going to come. I feel when they're going to break. Um, I'm good at awareness. Uh, and I'm just a physical guy. 
Try to play like a 6-2, in my opinion. Yeah, and then, like, I know, obviously, like, I've uh, the man-on-man aspect, like you said, you're just comfortable with it. Has that always yeah. been, like, natural for you? How did you get so comfortable playing, like, the receiver and being, like, like so twitchy like that? Because um, um, I was always taught to win your one-on-one battles uh, growing up. They always said win your one-on-one because that's what football basically is. We get one-on-one, so... I feel like if I can beat the man in front of me, I'm pretty good. Uh, and in high school, um, we played a lot of men. And coming to UAB, we played we even played more press man. And um, as our time went on, playing a lot of press man, you just get more comfortable being down there in that space and not really worried about the next guy. Just worry about yourself and your technique on each and every rep, really. And then, like, talk about playing the ball because I know, like I said, watching the the one on ones at the Shrine Bowl and the practices. Uh, you were always all over the ball, like even when the quarterbacks were throwing it. Yeah. Uh, like how do how do you get better at jumping the ball and like playing the ball at this uh, point in your career? How do you how do you play it? Um, it, that would just come with more feel, uh, knowing that the quarterbacks have gotten better. Uh, of okay. course, as you get up, uh, quarterbacks get better. They can fit them in tighter windows. So being able to play the ball, I feel like that just come with the feel, more of the game. It's not really. Like, once you feel like you're there, you're there, and you just play the ball because that's what makes the game go. None of us would be there if the ball wasn't there, so. Yeah, right. Uh, and then, like, we talked about uh, athleticism. Obviously, you're a fast guy. I know you just athletic all around. Uh, tell me, like, are you more comfortable, like, being pressed up on a guy or, like, off coverage? Oh, it really don't matter to me. <laughs> I do it all. I can play press from the slot, play from outside, play off from the slot, off from outside. I don't know. I can play wherever, uh, no matter. Um, I don't feel like that's like it's no preference for me. I could do both equally good, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, and then like like talking at the Shrine Bowl this week or last week, uh, like what was um, your comfort level like playing in the slot? Did you have what you were you asked to play like in the the middle of the field a lot more? Uh, so I never really played uh, the slot until I went to the Shrine Bowl. So that yeah, was my first yeah. time being there. Which was, uh, which was was kind of different at first, but it, like I said, it's always a feel thing with me. And once I get in there and start to feel it, feel the steel things in the slide. Um, I feel like I was pretty good. I was able to go down and press a few times. I was able to go play off, off two in the slide, which made me more comfortable with, with everything I was doing. Uh, I feel good at the slide. I mean, I know that a lot of teams gonna want me to play slide corner when I get to the league, so it wasn't. It wasn't a big deal for me to go show that I could play that and play outside. Right. Yeah. Talk about like the first impressions on that. Like, obviously, like I know you played corner your whole life, but like you said, not naturally playing that at UAB a ton. Like what's the the difference at first playing like in the middle of the field on the hash compared to like out on the boundary? Like what what sticks out to you first that you got to work on? Uh, not really much work on, but the difference is you have a run fit, um, a run read. Uh, you got to just most times at corner you just really strictly pass unless you're into the boundary but being in the slot at nickel you had to make sure you fear your gap you have a run responsibility and that was really the biggest thing for me uh, just remembering that that aspect of it right and once okay. i got that down pack i was pretty cool that's cool yeah like i said you were just like sticky to guys when i was watching a lot of the practice stuff i know a lot of the top guys you were challenging uh, a lot of the top receivers um there like last week and and just like one-on-one with them all uh tell me like through all of that at the shrine bowl um being that first experience like away from a new school tell me 
uh, like with new players, tell me what, what did you learn about yourself or like, what did the coaches tell you like during all of that? Was there anything that, that sticks out to you? Uh, it wasn't nothing that I never knew about myself. I always knew that I can play with the best of them. Um, just going there just confirmed it in my mind. I always believed in myself. I always had the utmost confidence that I'm one of the best around. Uh, and then just going there, being able to play and show everybody too, it just kind of confirmed everything. Like, it's nothing that I, I didn't expect. I always, I expect that from myself, honestly. Okay, right. Yeah, I, I, like I said, a lot of confidence goes <laughs> in that position at corner, man. And I can see, like, like you got uh, all the tools uh, and everything to just, like, lock guys up one-on-one. So, like I said, it's fun watching a lot of your tape. And and the Shrine Bowl is a ton of fun watching that, too. Uh, like, do you, got, you guys got a, um, a pro day set yet? Yes, my pro day would be March 22nd. Okay. Down at UAB, so I get ready to, you know, put some numbers up. What is, are there numbers. any like numbers you're looking for or expecting like at this point early in the in the process? Uh, I don't even want to put it out there yet. <laughs> I, I don't want everybody to be surprised when they see them. You got like a bench number you working? You could give me a bench number. Yeah, you're gonna bench. Yeah, I'm a bench. I probably get about about fifteen to sixteen on bench. Okay, I can I can see that, big guy. Uh, and then now, word. Uh, tell me, like, I want to go into a couple of, like fun questions now. I know, like, you played at UAB since uh, your freshman year, twenty eighteen. Um, played there a lot your whole your whole career uh, on the field. Tell me, like, is there like who's the best receiver quarterback that you've played with? The best receiver quarterback from UAB. Uh, like against. I mean, or, or who's against? the best? Duo. Uh, against, or, or some of the best receivers. Uh, um, the best quarterback receiver duo that I went against was uh, from UTSA, Frank Harris and uh, mm. Zachary Franklin. That, that was probably, just the past year, right? Yeah, I went against them two years in a row, though. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, we played UTSA twice. Uh, you, you, that was a great duo. They had good, real, real good chemistry. And uh, that's probably like one of the best duos I I played against since I've been in college. Okay, and then who other who else like sticks out like in terms of one on one like receiver matchups that you receivers? That um, uh, twenty nineteen I went against Quiz Watkins. He was pretty good. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, Demario Douglas uh, from Liberty. Yeah. Um, I played him the past two years. He's really good. Um, uh, we think. Um. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Grant Dubose from Charlotte. He was pretty right. good. Okay. Uh, Trey Sharpshire. I go to go against him at practice. I forget about him. Yeah, and I know you guys got some receivers and like offensive guys on your team too. What are talking about like yeah. practices? Like what are practices? Yeah. Like? Are you like a chirpy guy yeah. when you're playing corner? Nah, I'm I'm I never been that um I just let my game do my talking for me. I already don't try to talk too much. I'm here to have fun, play the game, but Trey Sharpshire is great, uh, great competition. Man, him go at a lot at practice. Yeah. Um, even when we had uh, Myron Mitchell and Austin Watkins, uh, two great receivers, uh, I used to go against them, and they were some of the reasons why I got better. Honestly, just competition at practice, and everybody want to see everybody get better. Right. Do you ever like get the ball like in in practice, or do you ever like uh, ask for the ball? Well, uh, you talking about, like as receiver. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's based at all. Like, any, anywhere in the backfield, I'm sure you could play. But, yeah, receiver. Uh, yeah, man, I always ask for them to throw me a post or something. They never do it, though. 
They just say you got to go catch your returns, man. That'll be. You never gotten in on offense yet? Nah, man. If I would have got in, I would have scored. I probably would never went back to corner, though. That's true. That's true. Man, we're going to see if someone uses on you in offense in the next level. Because, like I said, watching you play, you're fun. You're a fun guy with the ball in your hands when you be kick returning and stuff. So I'm excited for everything that's going on. Uh, tell me, like, like Starling, obviously, do you got any nicknames, like, like playing football? Uh, um uh, everybody just calls me star because um everybody they had never heard of starling before so they'll say sterling or something and i get kind of mad when they say that so i just tell everybody to call me star star yeah that's yeah. cool that's, that's a cool name i like the, the starling i've never heard that either yeah appreciate that yeah i just tell them to call me star and then you know i, I keep it at that yeah and then <laughs> like obviously like i said playing there at uab for five or four or five years uh you got a favorite stadium you've ever been in Oh, definitely. Uh, Texas a and was great. My freshman year, Texas a was great. LSU was great. Um, Liberty had a great stadium. Liberty was cool. Liberty had a cool stadium. Um, Georgia, of course. And then our stadium, Protective, is great. I love Protective. Yeah. All right. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, like, and then I know you wore number four since your freshman year, right? Yeah. You always been, always, have you always been in four? Uh, since I got the UAB, yes. Um, when I first got to high school, I was number twelve. Then I went to seven. Then okay. when I was when I was going to UAB, I wanted number one. Actually, I wanted number one or seven. But who, who they has only one had, that? Uh, when I one? first got there, when I oh, first okay. got there, uh, I think it was Dares Williams plays for the uh, Jaguars now. Okay, he, yeah. um, he had number one and. I forgot who had number seven. I think it was Thomas Johnson had number seven. So they just had four open and four kind of fit me. I kind of fell in love with the number, actually. Yeah, no, that's a cool-looking number. You got, like, something that you want for the NFL, like a like a alteration of four, or you want to try to get the single digit? Oh, man, hey, I got to work for that single-digit number. I already know. Yeah, four. But, man, I don't really care about no number. I'm going to make it look cool. I'm going <laughs> to yes, make it look sir. good. I'm a good looking dude. I'm gonna make it look good on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, word. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then like I wanna I got a couple more here I want to talk about uh, before I let you go. Um, like obviously uh playing there since 2018, NIL's passed, uh 2021, I think NIL passed. Uh I just want to get your thoughts on like NIL since that's passed and if you think it's a good or bad thing for players like in college football and, and going forward. NIL, that's that's a good thing. Um college athletes should have been getting paid for their their name, image, and likeness. Um, we we put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears for it, and we should get the repercussions for it. You know, we shouldn't be having to beg to for for money or having to go nice without eating or whatever the case may be. Um, we bring in millions of dollars for schools, uh, and we don't get any of it or see any of it. Like we be on the commercials, the our jerseys getting sold everything they use our picture so why not give the athletes what they deserve yeah and like obviously uh you talked about like just it's a huge responsibility being like a like that level student athlete division one athlete let alone yeah and uh, still like, having to do the still having to do the same amount of work as a regular student which is you yeah. know at nine o'clock at night when you get home from practice so and then not being a lot they benefit go. off of it yeah like obviously yes. look at guys like reggie bush and guys that got their like trophies and staff taken away and careers exactly like, because of that. Uh, like, like, what's your experience with NIL? Did you get to do any any deals? Off of uh, I had got a I got a few local deals from 
in Birmingham. Uh, nothing too big. Uh, I had got like something from like uh, Black Market Grill, like mug shots, you know, just little local deals like that. Nothing was ever too crazy. Uh, you know, I, I was I wasn't really looking forward to them because I was I was focusing on just playing playing ball and getting to the next step. But I was happy and thankful for the things that I did get. But now at UAB, we got like a, it's more, we got like a, a NIL leader who, who goes out and looks for deals out there. So I'm happy that the younger guys are going to be able to benefit off of it. That's cool. You did like all the deals yourself, like uh, set them up. Uh, you have a no, I didn't. The, the NIL lady uh, oh, yeah. did it. And, you know, we was just getting started with the stuff. So I'm, like I said, I'm just happy I had got, got something. And, uh, the younger guys are going to be able to benefit more off of them. And I, yeah. yeah, it's a cool thing, man. Obviously, like I know, uh, what, 25 of the 50 states right now passed it for high school. Mm. Uh, I think it's going to be cool for high school, like even a uh, yeah. decade or so. Um, tell me, like, if if you're watch, if you're talking to someone who's never watched your game before, obviously, like, like uh, Starling, um, what, should, what should someone know about you as a player and, and, and football player? First and foremost, that Starling loves football, uh, great instincts tough competitor uh speed demon and very physical got good hips good feet and he can play with the best of them that's it. and however you imagine that in your head that starling yeah no like i said you can see all that on the film man i'm like uh <laughs> obviously it's fun to watch um like i know since 2018 you've been at uab uh and i know you've been playing there like i said on the field every year is it like since a freshman Tell me, like, what's the biggest difference from now in your mind uh, to to then, and and what do you have any advice to like young players uh, on what to focus on? Uh, from my freshman year to now, uh, definitely is just taking care of my body, uh, learning how to take care of my body, learning how to watch film, and learning to be aware of situations uh, on the football field. Uh, to my to younger people, I would always say, uh, learn how to watch film. Uh, a lot of people say it's, it's cliche, but it really does help. Um, you get to learn your opponent, learn what they like to do, and and also learn about situational awareness. I feel like that's one thing that's kind of left out a lot, situational awareness, where you went on the field, what kind of routes and stuff you can get, what down the distance, how much time left on the clock. All that stuff plays a part into it. Yeah, and that's obviously just – playing football, being a veteran, and obviously being corner, that's things that are uh, interesting to all keep an eye on. And, and, and like I said, definitely. Uh, yeah, if you're watching, keep an eye on Starling Thomas V, <laughs> uh, only going up from here. So thank you for watching. And and thank you, Starling, for all your time today, man. I really appreciate wow. you having me. Appreciate you, brother.